Okay, we are in Sefer Nechemia, Perik Yudbeis, Pasuk Chavzayin, Ubechanukas Chomas Yerushalayim, Bikshu Es Halavim. And as promised, we are going to, under Nechemia's leadership, have a beautiful, grand ceremony of celebration, rededicating the walls of Yerushalayim, and by um, <coughs> inference as well, the Beis Hamikdash, the newly constructed Beis Hamikdash, um, the Yerushalayim itself. And Nehemiah orchestrates it with such careful, as we can see, choreography and spectacle. But first we've got to raise a question that the Gemara raises in Shabuos, Daftesayin Amudalaf. Specifically, was all this necessary? Because we know, or we have seen a machlokes, a very fundamental machlokes in Shas, as to whether the Kedusha of Bayez Rishon, after it was destroyed, and the walls, and Jerusalem itself, and the Chatzar, is it what the Gemara calls a Kedusha Lashaita? In a Kedusha Lashaita, it was a momentary Kedusha. That Kedusha ends the minute Nebuchadnezzar destroys the temple. It's an abstraction, the Kedusha, but it does not exist any longer. So therefore, if you are going to rebuild the walls, rebuild the temple, yes, you have to rededicate it because the Kedusha is no longer there. On the other hand, there's an equally strong deo that the Kedusha was a Kedusha Asid Lavo. It was a permanent Kedusha. In other words, Nebuchadnezzar couldn't destroy the Kedusha if he wanted to. That Kedusha transcends the destruction and therefore, if you're going to rebuild the Mikdash or rededicate the walls, you don't have to do a Chanukah Sabayas. The Kedusha never left. So the question is, if that is the case, that is a Kedusha La'asid Lavo, it's a Kedusha in perpetuity, why do this? And the answer the Gemara gives is what we call a Zecher La'alma. Literally, a, a symbolic act. It's purely symbolic what Nehemiah is doing here. If you buy into the concept that it's a, a permanent Kedusha, it's done as a symbolic reminder. The Rambam favors that explanation. The Rambam believes that the Kedusha of the Beis Hamikdash was a Kedusha, La'asid Lavo, permanent. Nebuchadnezzar couldn't destroy it. Titus couldn't destroy it in the second destruction. It survives. And therefore, yes, this is a Zecher La'alma. Is that why, Hilly, that you're not supposed to walk on the Temple Mount today? Exactly. Exactly. Because it's a Kedusha. You, are, you, you don't know where the Kodesh Kedushin is exactly. So therefore, you're walking on where the Kodesh Kedushin was, and that is a Kedusha that survives. You can't do that. So, very good question. So, 
Now they're ready to begin this ceremony. And just we realize that the key part, one of the key segments of that elaborate ceremony are the Levium. The Levium are indispensable. They're indispensable because the ceremonies we're going to see is based on song. And that was the Levite specialty, was the Shira. And so we begin on Pasuk Chav Zayin. They set about bringing the Levium from wherever they dwelt to bring them to Yerushalayim. As we're going to see, the Levites lived outside of Yerushalayim proper. And their purpose is Lasos Chanukah to make a dedication, the Simcha. Ubitodos. Todos could mean here the Korban Toda that we bring in Thanksgiving, but it's also, we're going to see they play a fundamental part in the ceremony is the Todos of Lechem HaToda, those 40 loaves of bread that are baked. It's an occasion of Thanksgiving. As we know, 10 of them are Chomets, 30 are non Chomets, but as we're going to see, the Todos leads the procession. That's what the Gemara says, that's what the Rambam says. The Todos lead that procession. And therefore, we now, because of the Simcha, the Korban Toda, Ubeshir, and the song, we want those Levim, and they are to come um, with symbols, Mitzaltim, Nevalim, Ubekinoros, with uh, you would call cymbals, lyres, harps. They want every musical instrument we got, and we've got to have the Levian. They gather these sons of the traditional singers in the temple, from the villages, surrounding Yerushalayim, the open spaces of the topos, the Levites apparently had a colony there. So wherever the Levites were, they recruited them out of there to come to Yerushalayim. Continuing, Umi Beis Hagilgo, from Beis Hagilgo, Umi Sodo Gevava Azomaves, Ki Chatserim Banu Lohem, because the Levites, the Hamishorim, the singers, had built their communities. They had established for themselves communities. Svimosli Yerushalayim, surrounding Yerushalayim, we want them there. Vayitzaharu hakohanim vahalavim. And in case the Kohanim and Levim were in a state of defilement, of tumah, they were metahir. You metahir them very simply by going to the mikvah. And now, after they are tahar, vayitzaharu es ha'om ve'es ha'sarim ve'es ha'chomah. And now they will retire the people in case they were Tomei, the Sashorim, the gates, the Eshachoma, the wall. Rashi points out a very important principle, and that is Tchila Tiharu Es Atzman, Baharkach Tiharu Es First, you purify yourselves, then you purify your others, a principle that still exists today. Incidentally, one of the questions raised is we know, or we were told, that the entire process of the Chomo, 
under Nehemiah the reconstruction, the repairing the breaches, was 52 days. This seems like a lot longer after. And the answer would be that they had to wait till they did the actual sha'arim, the gates. They had done the walls, there was a gap until they did the doorways. And that's what they were waiting for. So everyone is in a state of tahara, including the gates and the walls. In other words, you search out the tuma, And now the ceremony is ready to begin. I bring up the Sore Yehuda, the officers of Yehuda, on top of the wall. May Allah help you take it literally. And I take the two Todot Halechem, large ones, they were larger than the normal non chametz loaves. But and I go to the right on the wall to the gate of Ashford, the dung gate. Now, me'al ha'choma does not mean literally on top of the wall, we climbed and walked along the ramparts of the wall. Some say it's on the inner wall down on the ground, that's where the parade, as it were, forms. Some say it's outside the chomo, and that's where the procession forms, and some say, yeah, it could be on top of the wall. In either case, what Nehemiah does is form two lines of march. What he's going to do is have a march, and the march we're going to see includes the Kohanim, the Levim, uh, the Todos Halechem, which are indispensable, says the Rambam, and the two lines are in different directions. One faces north, one faces south. The north goes around in circumference, ending up in the east at the Ashba Gate, as well as the south goes to the south and then comes up east at the Ashba Gate. They will meet two separate lines of procession, assuming they're along the wall. Uh, the Sore Yehuda, the leaders of Judea, lead both lines of procession. And I take those two todos, Lechem, which is Rambam, and the others say is the most, one of the most important elements in this Hanukkah Sabayis. And they go north and then to the right, ending up at Shah Ashwa. And after them comes Hoshaya, leader of Judea, and half of the Sare Yehuda. In other words, it's divided. The Azariah, Ezra, and Meshulam. Azariah and Ezra, they say this is the Ezra, our Ezra, who is a very old man now, and ostensibly, this is really his last public appearance. And Yehuda, Binyamin, Ushmaiah, and Yirmiyahu, and Yehuda, Binyamin, Ushmaiah, and Yirmiyahu, who headed that group. Um, there were two Sarim, uh, one of Yehuda was Shmaya, one of Binyamin was Yirmiyahu, uh, Yirmiyah, not Yirmiyahu, and Ubnei HaKohanim Bechatzros, 
and the Kohanim led with Chatzotzros are trumpets. Normally, trumpets are the province of the Levium, but in certain situations, the Kohanim blow them. It could be summons to war, it could be a, a dedication. And so they have the Chatzosros, Zechariah, Ben Yonason, Ben Shmaya, Ben Matanya, Ben Micha, Ben Zachor, Ben Asa. They lead, though these Kohanim lead that procession. The Echav Shmaya, the Azariel, Malu, Galilei, Ma'ain, Esanel, the Yehuda, Chanane, Bechle, Shir, David, Ishel, Kim, the Ezra, Hasofer, Lifnehem. They march. Um, the Kohanim, and now the Levim, we say as well the Sorim were with them, the Sanhedrin was with them, the Anshe Knesses Hadola. It was a just everyone to be included with Ezra HaSofer leading the procession. The El Shara Ayin Benegdom Olu Al Hamalos Ir David Bamala Lachoma, May Alaves David Bar Shar Hamayim Mizrach, and they go through the city of David up that staircase that we see, the Al Shar Hamayim Mizrach to the water gate in the east. The Hatoda Hashenis Haoleches Lamao, the Aniach Areha, the second. Blechem Hatoda is in that second parade that is going south, the circumference of the walls. And I follow it. The uh, You want to say above the Choma on the ramparts, but no, most Mephoshim agree it's paralleling on the ground, the wall. Past the Migdal Hatanurim, the Ad Choma Horchava, the wide part. Of the wall. May Allah Shah Ephraim, Val Shah Yashna, Val Shah Hadogim, Umigdal Hananiel, Migdal Hameya, Val Shah Hatson, the Omdu Bachar Hamatara. This is the route they take past these gates to Shah Hamatara. And now those two Todos Halechem are installed in the base of Migdash. We know they left them at the Mizbeach for a week, and one Kohanic group came in, they went out, another came in. Uh, again, a key element in the procession was the Todot HaLechem. And I have half the officers with me, because quite logically, half the officers are with the other group. These are the Kohanim who march in the procession, leading the nation with trumpets. Again, we've said this before, the list of names, the necessity for including the names is purely posterity to give these people a certain immortality because of their courage, their devotion, their dedication during very difficult times, Nehemiah felt they should be remembered permanently uh, in perpetuity. And so the as it was, the puppet designates them, and now the Mishorim, the Levites, the pride of the, uh, Judea, now give forth their song. And that day they made great sacrifices. 
And the rejoicing is unrestrained because they realize what a simcha it is, that they went through very anxious moments. They know that this Beis HaMikdash is not, as we say, their father's Beis HaMikdash in grandeur and spectacle, but it is the Beis HaMikdash and it suddenly dawns on them. There's no mention of the Aaron and the other Kalim from the first temple. For good reason. They're not there. No, but don't. Oh, the Kalim, right. certain Kalim are there that Koresh and Doryobesh gave them. So but that, that's not a problem or something that they would discuss. What are we doing? No, yes. The Gemara says it that at least five important things were missing in the second temple. The Aaron. They knew the Aaron wasn't in the Kodesh Kedushim. The Ruach HaKodesh wasn't in the Kodesh Kedushim. The Luchos wasn't there. They're not stupid. They knew they were missing a lot of key factors. But on this day, the celebration is incalculable. Simcha Gedola. V'gam ha-noshim v'ha-yeladim samechu v'atishma simchas Yerushalayim me-rachot. The women, the children, are all unrestrained, and the simcha of Yerushalayim was so palpable it could be heard in the distance. And now they do something. This is a new, or what we would call an innovation. They appoint men al-ha-neshachos. Neshachos are those lishkaot, those little chambers. They appointed men to select chambers, la-otsros, uh, as storehouses, the trumos for the truma, one gives the kohen, Laratius is the bikurim, lamasros of course is the maser, lichnos lahem l'steho orim minaos ha-torah la-kohanim In other words, in the good old days, you went and found the kohen and the levi and gave him your maser, your truma, your bikurim. This created a system where, unfortunately, Levim and Kohanim would leave their posts. Now we're going to centralize it. Everyone is going to bring their Maser, their Truma, um, their Bikurim to the chambers of Lishkot, a specially designated chamber, in the Beis Hamikdash, so that they wouldn't have to leave. Because they were overwhelmed with joy and pride in their Kohanim and Levim. This is a momentary return to just a great sense of national grandeur and pride. And the Levites took their place and as guardians, and as Bahamashorim, and the singers and guardians of the gate, commits David Shlomo Beno, as David and Shlomo, his son, had instituted. Remember, the Gemara tells us that even though David doesn't live to see the temple built, he spent a good period of time outlining for Shlomo the Mishmaros he wanted, the guards, the Kohanic families, the process. So this process is old. Remember, it's at least 500 years ago. He be made David for Asaf, because in the days of David and Asaf, Asaf, we learn, we have said, is the prima inter pares. That would be the first among equals of Levite singers. He wrote the material. His uh, daily psalms are used, we say, Mismar Asaf. This is a Tehillim of Asaf. 
They sing a magnificent array of Tehillim. Some of them uh, we know are Romincha we use, uh, I think uh, a number 100 Kuf we use, but there was certainly designated Tehillim that we used in this ceremony. And now all Israel, delighted with their Kohanim and Levim, give daily gifts. Daily, the Levite gifts are given by the people gladly and with joy to them. And we know that the Master Shani given to the Levite, part of his gift is given over to the Kohanim, which they in turn do. One point to make is we say here that they use the instruments used by David, the same instruments in his Tehillim that Shlomo uses in Bias Rishon. Now that's a little tough because it was an interim of 500 years, but so be it, and the Forshim say they did. They used, they restored those instruments. And so, a glorious day of celebration, a glorious day of spectacle and national togetherness, which will lead Emir to Hashem into the final parak of Nehemiah, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. You will not want to miss it. Ad Khan.